Local podcast is drawing some national attention, spotlighting a Toledo woman's struggle with physical and verbal abuse. 13 ABC's Jack Bassett shares her story, new at five. He decided that with all of his strength, he was going to slap me in my face, getting me in the eye. A Toledo woman's terrifying battle with domestic violence and verbal abuse is being heard across the country. Alyssa Wright's struggle is on a radio podcast called The HIV Diaries. The episode spotlighting Alyssa has over 40,000 listeners in just one week. Some of the things that I went through on a daily basis were being screamed at, um, telling I was being told that I wasn't good enough, that I was worthless, that I was stupid. I got hit almost on a daily basis. Alyssa, a new mother, explains she was stuck in the most difficult situation of her life. Stuck with the man she thought she loved, but dealing with violence and abuse daily. Alyssa is telling your story to make sure no one is trapped in the same situation. He would punch you, kick you, slap you. Joseph Smith created the HIV Diaries podcast, a way to detail his own difficult experience living with HIV. Just kind of put that out there about how that this is what I'm going through, this is what I live with, and it was a diary of an individual living with it, and maybe I can help somebody with it. Smith explains that now, the HIV Diaries has become larger than himself. He believes the audio series is a resource capable of giving a voice to all who are battling issues. This isn't just a me problem. This isn't just a her problem. This is a we problem. As for Alyssa, she believes a podcast can be more than an audio recording, but a way to save lives. I did my story for three reasons. My three reasons were one, to heal, because no matter what I tried, I wasn't able to heal from that. Two, to finally get my voice heard because nobody was listening. And three, so that anybody who is going through this will know that they can reach out and it's gonna be okay. Jack Bassett, 13 ABC, Action News. And our best to Alyssa. You can hear her story on all major podcast platforms. The doctor is in. My name is Dr. Jay Thomas. This is the HIV Diaries podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean, Facebook, facebook.com backslash HIV Diaries, Spirit Life Media at yahoo.com is how you get in touch with the program. You may also find us on Stitcher and iHeartRadio. Got a couple things we're going to talk about this week. Somewhat of an abbreviated program. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of things happening behind the scenes. Want to thank 13ABC WTVG Television here in Toledo, the ABC affiliate for coming out and checking out the program last week and also for the wonderful uh, news report there that you heard at the front of the show. You may also hear that and see that on the 13abc.com webpage and at the 13abc Facebook page as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about that this week. That's going to be at the front of the show. And then at the end of the show, we're going to tell you about a topic we're going to start discussing on next week's program. So a lot of stuff happening with this news reports, a lot of buzz, a lot of talk, a lot of chatter. Let's talk about it, shall we? Toledo podcast spotlights abuse survivors journey, 13abc.com. Initial interview heard right here on the HIV Diaries podcast on Judgment Day, the program that close to now 50,000 of you have streamed and checked out. Thank you so much for that as well. And it's been interesting when you go back and you look at 
the responses. And I'm going to read a few of the responses, even though last week we, we read them directly from the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the, some of the direct messages sent directly to us. We're going to read some of the responses now from the 13 ABC Facebook page. This world is messed up. I just hope mentally she knows not to get involved with him ever again. Uh, I think it goes without saying, Rita. That's uh, the woman's name that posted that, Rita. I uh, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Trust me. Nancy Segetti writes, Ladies, if you see the slightest sign of control or any type of abuse, walk away. Break it off before it turns into a relationship. Can't disagree. Sometimes, though, it doesn't happen that way. Happened with me happened with Alyssa, and it happened with countless others. You know, we, we spoke about it uh, previous shows. That sometimes what ends up happening is you don't realize it's too late until it is, and then you're stuck. And then, of course, you bring children into it, and it makes it 100 times worse because now you have something that the abuser can use as leverage and use as a weapon. And as we spoke about on Judgment Day, that's basically what happened here too. You know, the abuser attempted to use the child as a weapon because everything else was failing now. I'm trying to choose my verbiage correctly here without going too far over the top, but I think you'll get what I'm saying when I say this. Who gets off by using a child as a weapon against the other parent? It's just crazy to think about, but it does go on. Now, another comment I would like to read, and this one is interesting. The, uh, the one line in here, while it's a hot topic in society, which is a good thing, glad this woman acknowledged this because I'm guessing she probably has some experience dealing with this, it's important to fact check. And I don't disagree. On a separate page, this uh, capture was posted and Fred from Lima writes, Interesting comment. I have to wonder if she is a denier in a relationship or if she's just one of those argumentative keyboard crusaders. Yeah, <laughs> I can't disagree, Fred. You know, it's, it's crazy because the discussion has been started. We're talking about it, aren't we? What it can do, how it affects people. The mental, the physical, the psychological. It affects people in a lot of different ways. I don't know if you who are listening have ever known anybody that's been a victim. I know I've known a number of people, as I said before, myself included. And I'm finding more and more as time goes on, everybody knows somebody. And that's even more troubling. And it's not to say that if people didn't, that it wouldn't be taken seriously. But here we are in September of 2020. And everybody knows somebody who's been a victim of this. Isn't that wild to think that it's that far out of control and yet all we're doing is talking? Actions speak louder than words. And actions, a lot of times, will give you away as well. First impressions, you know? First impressions really do count. When you start to look at the bigger picture of a situation and you start to break it down and say to yourself, we have a problem here, unfortunately, a lot of times by the time it reaches that point, as we stated before, it's too late. And when the children start to get involved and the children start to get hurt, that's also a sign that, hey, something needs to be done. 
But sometimes people turn a blind eye. Do you know why? Because they don't want to believe in their heart of hearts that somebody could do this to another human being, let alone, you know, another child. So when you break it down, what does it all really mean? Does it mean that people aren't doing anything? Not necessarily. Social workers can only do so much. And unfortunately, when you get lawyers who are lackluster, to put it kindly, in their representation of young children and young parents because they themselves don't want to believe that this is really going on. So either they turn a blind eye or they just flat out ignore it on one level or another. It makes the problem a hundred times worse. And then you get the other side of it. You get the lawyers who continue to defend this, who continue to defend behaviors. How do you as a lawyer justify beating the living hell out of a woman? How do you do that? How do you, as a legal professional, look a judge in the eye in any given court at any given time and argue, well, just because they continue to do it doesn't mean they are, Your Honor. It's kind of like that episode of uh, South Park, the Chewbacca defense. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chewbacca. Chewbacca is a Wookiee from the planet Kishik. But Chewbacca lives on the planet Endor. Now think about that. That does not make sense. Damn it. What? He's using the Chewbacca defense. Why would a Wookiee, an eight-foot-tall Wookiee, want to live on Endor with a bunch of two-foot-tall Ewoks? That does not make sense. But more importantly, you have to ask yourself, what does this have to do with this case? Nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with this case. It does not make sense. Look at me. I'm a lawyer defending a major record company, and I'm talking about Chewbacca. Does that make sense? Ladies and gentlemen, I am not making any sense. None of this makes sense. And so you have to remember, when you're in that jury room deliberating and conjugating the Emancipation Proclamation, does it make sense? No. Ladies and gentlemen of this supposed jury, it does not make sense. If Chewbacca lives on Endor, you must acquit. The defense rests. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chewbacca. It doesn't make sense. We need better lawyers. Better legal people. And we need more accountability. And if you as a lawyer can justify beating up a woman or beating up a kid or leaving bruises on a kid multiple times and nobody does anything and you are aware of it, you're sick and you need your license revoked to practice law or have anything to do with the defense of children because you're encouraging the behavior. Yeah, I said it. And yeah, I'm drinking some coffee. I'm a little hyped up. But I have reason to be. This is an epidemic of absurd proportions. And beginning on next week's program, we will be starting the discussion of child abuse. We're going to blow the roof off of this. We're going to turn the volume all the way up and rip the knob off. We're going to take it head on. And wherever the chips fall is wherever the chips fall. And if you as a legal professional do not like some of the things that I'm going to be saying and exposing to the world, do me a favor and sue me. 
because this needs to be exposed. And if I go to jail or I get sued for exposing the truth, then so be it. But if this program can help just one family, great. If it helps a thousand families, great. If it helps tens of thousands or even millions of families, great. But at the end of the day, we will help someone overcome their battles and overcome the adversity of what they're going through in their lives. My name is Dr. Jay Thomas. This is the HIV Diaries podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean, Facebook, facebook.com backslash HIV Diaries. We are also available on Stitcher and iHeartRadio. Spirit Life Media at yahoo.com is how you get in touch with the program quick technical reminder to those who may not have seen it earlier in the week we have been having some technical issues with our apple podcast feed we are aware of it we're looking into the issue until then if you are not able to access the program there for whatever reason you are able to access it across the other networks and platforms that we uh, gave you uh, but we are working on the issue to get it resolved as quickly and as painless as possible and let me tell you you don't realize uh, just how technical things have become until you run into a technical issue in 2020 with a major market media network and <laughs> they distribute and aggregate your content oh my and that's all I'm going to say all right till next time everybody This is the HIV Diaries podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really, really do appreciate it. And at the end of this program, we're going to give you some information on how to get in touch with the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Uh, If you yourself or someone you know is uh, living in a situation, as we described on this show, or something maybe even worse. Um, And let's try to bring an end to this. Let's do what we can to work together. All right. We'll see you next week. My husband used to hurt me a lot. But I was silent because I thought I was keeping my family together. Until I saw how it was hurting my son. He was learning to be afraid, just like me. Break the silence. Make the call. 1-800-799-SAFE. Your call is anonymous.